You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, for those who love this show and tune in daily, you can support this show through Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. It's still the best way to make your contribution to the show. That is Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Good morning, America. Good morning, MAGA. How are you guys doing? I am thrilled to be here with you guys today. This lovely hump day, March 29th, 2023. I had to check the date. I'm like, what day is it? I gotta, I gotta see what day it is. Yeah, I'm excited to be here with you guys today. I'm excited. A lot of my team are receiving their hats today. The memers are getting their stuff in the mail. I know at least two of them already got their stuff. I know Machiavelli memes got his and I know Neo 1984 got his. So we're looking, uh, I'm looking forward to everybody getting that, uh, getting their hats in the next day or two. All of our favorite memers. I'm so excited for you guys. All right. Good. Uh, good morning. I dude, I'm having camera problems today. I don't know what's going on. I, uh, for some reason, my, my software didn't register my camera. So I had to re add it right before the show. And then like I was fiddling with it and trying to size it. So I don't know. I don't know if it's correct today, but there you go. <laughs> it's it's close enough. You can see my stupid face. That's all that matters. Oh, Phantom Shadow got his. All right. All right. So if Phantom Shadow got his, then I'm guessing Magical Trevor will be getting his today as well, which is exactly what I was hoping. There you go. See? See, there you go. I know. I know. I'm excited. All the teams getting their stuff. This is their reward. And uh, appreciate them. Yeah, I got a big show for you guys today. It's a Wednesday. Uh, there's a lot going on. Tax season. Yay! I'm getting a return. We're going to talk about the mindset of the the, uh, the tax return mindset, where you let the government steal from you uh, all year long, and then they give you back your money with no interest earned, and you take it. And you're like, <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. May I have another? So we're going to talk about the... Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about tax season mindset and why your goal. Let me lay out a goal for you. Your goal, henceforth, assuming you're not retired or something, but if you're of working age and you're grinding out there, I'm about to lay out your goal. I put it on Twitter. It went over people's head. They're like, oh, well, let me explain why you're wrong. And I'm like, let me explain why you're poor. Okay, listen to me. Your goal is to never, ever get a tax return ever again. You should, you should absolutely strive to never look forward to a tax return the rest of your life. Because I did the same thing up until, I don't know, 2018. And uh, every year I'd be like, <laughs> I got some little shitty pittance of money. And uh, fuck that. Your goal is to never, your goal is to get to the point that you have to pay taxes, that you end your year and you go, okay, time to pay these cocksuckers. That's what I want you to do. Assuming you're of working age, if you're retired, then you can disregard this message. But if you're of working age, if you get a tax return back, you are still broke. I, don't tell me, I, I can pay my bills. I'm not broke. I make good money. Shut the fuck up. You might make good money, but you are not where you should be. You are not 
where you should be. What you should be striving for is to be so fucking successful. The government is trying to figure out how to get your money at the end of the year, not the reverse. You understand me? This is your goal. I'm just telling you right now, you fucking, this is what you're striving for day in and day out to get to the point that you have to wiggle out that check to those cocksuckers, those fucking bloodsuckers. There you go. Anything less than you wiggling out a check at the end of the year means you're still broke. Just telling you right now. So there you go. So we're going to talk tax season today. We'll have a little little tax conversation. We're going to talk President Donnie J. Trump still is laying the slap down on Roberto Sanctimonious, who is just getting his shit pushed in. Uh, Roberto is just getting hammered. Uh, is the saddest thing. Roberto DeSantis is getting fucking dunked on i look forward to the end of the week like wednesday thursday friday because that's when most of the major polling comes out and he has been getting slaughtered and the pierce morgan interview did not help as a matter of fact it sent him the wrong direction so that's pretty uh so we're gonna talk about that a little bit today what else do i got i got some other stuff oh we got to talk about you know the thing we're not allowed to talk about a little bit, which is on Twitter, there's only one subject you can't talk about. Chicks with dicks. You can't talk about them. Now, if you want to talk about doing sexual fucking deviancy to one of these chicks with dicks, oh, Twitter's all about that shit. But the second you start to go, yeah, I wonder why people end up with chicks with dicks. And I wonder how that happens. I wonder what's wrong with it. The second you say anything even slightly controversial about the female penis you're going to have yourselves a problem. So I stay the fuck away from that subject on Twitter. I put a meme out last night, survived the night. I was like, oh, I didn't get suspended. And I summarily woke up this morning and deleted the motherfucker because I know they're just waiting. They're like, oh, all right, this is hate speech against people, people with titties and dick. Ah, we're going to just, you're going to suspend it as a hate speech. They're trying to do that false equivalency. Remember before, in order to be a racist, you had to wear a fucking white hood and go burn crosses in front of somebody's yard? Remember that was like what that was the barometer for racism it was like ah, i'm not a fucking racist i'd never do that now racism hate speech is like hey dude doesn't that chick have a dick and they're like oh my god you get it you're done you can't you're not a part of civil society i'm gonna try to get you fired from your job it's the most insane shit you can't even notice things like hey dude that woman has some big ass balls that's fucking weird bro you're uh how do you get your beard to grow in all thick like that ma'am can't even say any of this shit. Nothing can be said about the chicks with the dicks because it's the, and I get it. When 50% of your fucking community eats a bullet and ends your life prematurely, I guess it makes sense to censor the shit out of anybody that even slightly jabs at them. Like, hey, stop it. She'll fucking kill herself. You're like, okay, 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 my bad. Sorry, we all have to do the thing. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't know that. Nah, yeah, you look really pretty. I'm not looking at you directly. No, it's fine, Twitter. No, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice that this fucking woman has a size 12 and her bulge is fine. She's hard. That, that woman's hard. I didn't notice, though, Twitter. I won't say anything because I understand if I even look down and go, oh, my God, your dick, uh, we're going to get all fucking suspended, right? So that's pretty much where we're at right now as a, as a uh, country now. Everybody recognizes that that community is by far the most likely to kill itself, but we're not allowed to talk about that discussion or problem because they might kill themselves and we can't treat them like the rest of the world right because true equality is where we make fun of all of each uh, each of us equally and everyone's good with it but we can't treat them equally because they're so fucked up in the head if you make a joke that's too hurty eh, fucking kill themselves so 
this is we're going to talk about it here on this space because I think it's this is still somewhat fun. We can still talk here. I'm not writing anything. This isn't hate speech. It's comedy. It's fucking comedy. So we're talking about that in a comedic sense, and it's totally fine. So yeah, we'll be talking about that today too. And I wanted to talk a little bit about mindset, lifestyle, and why I'm in a, such a good mood today. Besides, you know, it being hump day. But beside that, I'm in a really good mood. Plus, I'm wearing this really cool hat. I feel very confident with this hat on. This hat gives you superpowers. So yeah, I know. It's the best. It's the best. I know. How you guys doing? Everybody good? Everybody good? Okay, good. Nice. This thing's bothering me. Today. Oh my God, you guys. I have a fucked up experience of a life. Holy shit. I like low-key want to start this show. I'm going to start the show because I almost got taken out today. I didn't want to like scare you guys and make you nervous. I almost got fucking taken out. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I almost got taken out today. Yeah. First thing this morning. It's a true story. I'm going to tell you right now. buddy all right so so i didn't expect this to happen today let me take that out of my ear so i was uh i had to run errands this morning getting the uh the car worked on very excited dropped it off we're getting a fucking uh let's see we're getting a engine tune getting a transmission tune getting some performance spark plugs put in some performance air filters put in and had to place an order probably about a two three week uh wait on a downpipe for for the S63. So uh, I went down to this shop. I'm excited about it. I'm like, okay, I'm placing my order. I'm like figuring out how I'm going to do everything. Okay, yeah, I'll pay, make a payment here. I'll do deposit there. I'll pick it up then. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, everything goes well. It's like 8.30 in the morning. No problem, right? Then I realized, oh, shit, I didn't tell my wife I need a ride home. Hey, I'm not going to put her out. I'm about 35 minutes, 45 minutes away. I order a lift. Never had a bad luck with Lyft. Actually, normally I have great luck with Lyft. Good drivers, nice people, friendly. That was till today. That was until today. Now I got picked up by this Iranian motherfucker. And he didn't say a word to me. I should have known right then and there, don't get in the car. I was like, don't get in the car, Brennan. Something ain't right. So he, he pulls up in his fucking, uh, it was a Toyota what is it, one little piece of shit? It's like a Prius or something? I don't know. It was like an electric hybrid fucking bullshit car. And I was like, mm, and he was an older man, probably in his 60s. And I get in and I, and I kid you not, dude doesn't say a fucking word to me. Not one word. Not one word. And I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? He just looks, he's got those glasses. He had those like 70s glasses on. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, the Iranian, we just took over an airplane glasses. You guys know what I'm talking about? Where they're like, they're, they're like aviators, but they're like specific to that culture. And dude was like rocking them. And I'm like, oh shit. Uh, okay. Hey, how you doing, buddy? And he's just like, he looks in the mirror at me and then just looks back straight. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Okay. So this fucking guy. This dude proceeds to drive. I've got about, it was like about a 28 mile ride, but it was like a lot of traffic. So this was like an hour. This fucking guy is on the throttle, 
on the brake, on the throttle, on the brake. No traffic. He's on the freeway at one point. And he's up to 85. And then what he was doing is he had that, uh, what's that fucking regenerative braking? So every time he let off the throttle, the car's like, woo, 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 And I'm like, <clears throat> okay. I'm sitting there. First five minutes, I'm like, all right, this is fucked up, right? Then I realized, I'm like, this is the weirdest lift I've ever been in. No fucking music. Normally, I got that music. You know what I'm saying? Like, normally, you sit in the lift, and you're immediately, like, you get into that kind of a lift with fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Aloha snack bar, and you're immediately, you're, you're like, okay. All right, I know what time it is. No problem. I can get with it. How you doing, buddy? You know, you kill him with kindness. No. No, I got in that fucking car today, and it was... Total silence, right? I get in, no fucking sound. The windows are up. And dude is fucking with his cell phone trying to call somebody while he's trying to drive and navigate. And he was already a shitty driver. The windows are up. There's, it's complete silence. And I'm just like, Ooh. it was It was like what I would imagine if you had to travel via a fucking boat in like the 1800s to get to America, this is what it felt like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit, all over, all, all over, dude. He's left, he's right, he's... Uh, uh. Dude, I, w- I almost fucking puked my guts out probably five different times. And, uh, and I get to my house, dude. I just sprint out of the car. I jump out. And the only thing he did that was even, like, worthy of being a good driver, I left my, my uh, driving glasses in his car, and he's like, Sir, sir, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, because I, ru- I ran. I got out of the car. I fucking was, like, ready to run to my house because I had to puke. And uh, he was like, And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, there's my glasses. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm, like, walking back to the house. It still feels like I'm moving, like, I'm, like I just stepped off the boat after all day. I'm like, I almost had him drop me off three different times. That's nowhere to lie. I was like, I don't know where I'm at. I don't give a fuck. Like, you set me the fuck down. I'll call a different Lyft driver. Worst fucking Lyft driver I've ever had. Shittiest fucking car I've ever been in for a Lyft. And uh, and dude was just like, and at one point some lady calls him and he's like, they're speaking some shit that I don't speak. You know what I mean? He's talking about things. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm trying, like I'm sitting trying to listen. I'm like, what's he trying to say? Like, what's really going on here? I couldn't make out what they were saying. All I know is that what was weird, and I kind of could relate to him on this, Right, it was the one thing I was like, ah, okay, you're married. Because he was talking to a woman who was obviously sounded angry, but unfortunately with certain dialects, no matter what you say, they sound fucking angry. So she sounded angry, but I'm like, ah, she might not be angry, right? In my mind, this could be her being like, I, I love you so much, and, and saying it in that really aggressive fucking tone. So I, I didn't want to judge. So I was like, okay, I don't know who that woman is he's talking to, but I knew who it was when he said something as in like, you know, the, the fucking Iranian version of goodbye or I love you and the bitch just hung up there was no re- she was like okay bye and I was like oh you're married that's cool so you <laughs> clearly got yourself into you know got your nuts in a sling it was fucked up it was a horrible drive I didn't think I was gonna fucking make it I got home I I couldn't uh I couldn't like function for about a half an hour I just like I sat down and I just was like opened the doors in the house so I could have fresh air and then I, and I ate my breakfast that Randy made me because she's lovely. I was like, okay, I got my breakfast. But it was horrible. So that's what happened today. I thought, I thought for sure he was just going to turn that 
fucking piece of shit hybrid into a bomb. I was like, oh God, where are we? Thank God I'm heading to the mountains and not towards downtown because this dude might see an opportunity and I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. And he was rude. What's weird is normal. I've, I've had plenty of Middle Eastern drivers pick me up here uh, near Atlanta, and they're always wonderful. They're all chitty chatty and shit, and we're talking business because a lot of them are entrepreneur, entrepreneurial minded. But this dude wasn't just Middle Eastern. He was Iranian, and, and that was a whole fucking different thing. Like He was like hardline, and I was like, hey, I got to get the fuck out of this car. So... Anyway, so that's what happened this morning when uh, yours truly almost lost his life and uh, and almost lost my lunch because I was ready to blow chunks. It was horrible. Um, so that's my story. I also want to say a couple of quick thank yous. We'll do a couple cleanups before we get going into the show. Uh, first and foremost, Eric uh, from Texas. Thank you, dude. I got your contribution to the show. I appreciate you. I will be putting that into the show account today. It was very kind of you and very generous. And then also one of you, and it didn't have a name, someone sent me like my very own little fucky fuck award, which is kind of fun, right? Like these are fun. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I got best golf ass uh, in 2021. That felt real nice. But this one was a fun one too. So someone sent me, uh, you make a difference. And it says, make America great again. Trump 2024, Dilly. What does it say? The Dilly Show, and it says uh, Brendan Dilly and Meme Team. So, Meme Team, I will hold on to our award. Uh, Got to find a place to put it. Uh, okay, uh, maybe I'll put it right there. Well, yeah, I can't put it on the top shelf yet. I'll put it right there for now, and we'll, maybe I'll leave it right there because you can see it, so that's cool. All right, so yeah, so I uh, got an award, so that was nice. So thank you for my award. It's a very prestigious award. Not quite a lamp with a leg connected to it, but still special nonetheless, right? That yeah, was nice. Oh, as far as my fitness journey, I've been updating you guys the last few days. Today, uh, day of rest, I'm probably going to walk the dogs, but my quads and my hamstrings were so tight, there's no way I'm going to the gym. And so, yeah, just going to go walk the dogs today, let my body rest, and then tomorrow we'll be back at it grinding. We'll be back at it grinding. Also, I want to say thank you to everybody. If you guys didn't get to listen... Last night's MAGA Weekly on Twitter is available for download as a podcast. So uh, Magical Producer Trevor already converted it. He's put it up on the uh, podcast outlet. So you just search for our, my name, Brendan Dilly, and you're going to find it. And you can get it on either Spotify, on Amazon, iTunes, where all major podcasting platforms. Please just make sure you leave us a five-star rating and all that kind of fun stuff. But you're going to love last night's episode. It was a fantastic episode. We got, like, I would say we're like 90% there on technical issues. Trev had a few issues, but nothing major. Audio was perfect. Um, Mike had zero issues in California. So we were able to get through that entire show last night, and it was cherry. We also got to take calls. Now, I will admit... I fucked up because I didn't realize when you remove the speaker, there's two different options, remove speaker or remove from show. <laughs> so for all of you who decided to chime in, you raised your hand, I'd like to add something and you asked a question or gave a comment and then I kicked you the fuck out of the show. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't know there was a difference and I was like, goodbye. And I did it to Deck Shot yesterday, I felt terrible. I did it to a couple of other uh, big, you know, big supporters of the show. I didn't know there was a difference between those two. I was just fucking, I was, imagine you're like, I do love you, big fan, bro. This is what I just want to say. I love you so much. And I'm like, thanks, dude. Now fuck off. And I was banning them and I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to, but yeah, so apologies. Uh, I've got that figured out now for next time that there is a difference between those two settings. So pretty funny stuff. 
Hey, now we got two more Patriots we got to give a shout out to and an update, which I think all of you appreciate a good update. This is nice. Brendan, great spaces last night. First two weekends went great. We brought DJT to the market and had people that didn't even like licorice that bought from me because I'm a Trumper. We are bringing Rambo Trump next week. Can't wait. Thanks for this great business idea. I'm having so much fun and making money. That's from Stephanie and Eric, positive, passionate patriot. So there you go, honey. Way to crush it. Here you are. There you are. And you're, you are entrepreneurs, full-blown now. You're getting the assistance that you need. And you're making some dough and meeting other Trump people. So that's a really beautiful thing. And I'm happy to see the success. We love success. That's a good thing. We gotta, you got to fall in love with this, okay? You got to fall in love with the success. It's okay to want to be successful. It's okay to talk about success. It's okay to aspire to success. I believe this is something that is become uh, sort of, I don't know, they, culturally they like removed this idea that you shouldn't, oh, don't talk about how much you're making or how successful you are. Fuck that. Eric and Stephanie are crushing it right now and they should be proud of themselves because they're repping the Dilly Show constantly. They're repping MAGA constantly and they're doing a great job as they are now both licorice guys. So there you go. Dilly in the wild. What's up? Do I love a good success story? It's I think that's a really big part of what I'm seeing, the shift in culture. Like, if we're going to take it back, let's take it all the way back. Let's take it all the way back. I'm all about that. I think I want, I want not just children, but adults to aspire to something more. I, I, you really should. Um, as somebody who spent the majority of his life super broke, dude, being successful is way more fun. Like, it's way better. You should just, you should definitely go, you know what? Whatever you've been doing, if it's not working, it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed. You say, this isn't really working for me. How can I improve or change things? What can I add to my life that would enhance it and make me just a little bit more successful? And it's, it's way better than fucking struggling. I gotta tell you, it's, I realized something too. You have to work really fucking hard when you're poor. Like when I was poor, cause I was poor for like my whole adult life. And being fucking super poor takes an immense amount of work and effort. I had to focus nonstop just to figure out, okay, okay. So if I have 14 and a half dollars and I need, I need at least three gallons of gas, but I can get by the shittiest gas, that's approximately 11 and a half dollars. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to spend 11 and a half dollars here, which means I've got three and a half dollars to eat for the next two days. <laughs> right. That's like a ton of, it's, it's fucking so much work. It sucked, and I did it for like fucking almost 20 years, 15 years, and just grinding like a piece of shit, and I'm all embarrassed and didn't want to talk about how broke I was and shit, and then I finally got comfortable with it, and I was like, fuck this, fuck being broke, this is stupid, I'm going to take more risks, and I'm going to take more chances, and I'm going to be more consistent, and I just started fucking dialing in like I just was like no no I got really stubborn about it and then what's crazy is when you finally have success all you want to do is tell everybody about it because you want them you're like dude dude I think I fucking figured something out right like I talked to my buddies and it killed me because my buddies would be like oh that's cool man and they'd be like that's not for me I'm like what the fuck do you mean that's not for you you know what I mean like oh no I'm good I'm like what do you mean you're good well I'm good I'm just saying dude it's cool it's working out for you bro it's not really for me I'm like what do you mean? What do you, like, you don't need more? Bitch, I see the way you live. You need more. You need more free time. You need a little extra money. Your fucking wife is breathing down your neck constantly. You can never spoil her or do anything fun. The hell do you mean you don't need more? No, 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 dude. I'm just, that's not for me. I'm like, you know what? I can't fucking help you. 
But I think that's, that's why I realized, I'm like, dude, there's a mindset issue in this country. You should look at Trump. Fuck this whole idea that Trump's just a politician. I don't know how everybody has forgot. I'm like, that's the fucking man. He's an entrepreneur. He's a genius. He's constantly, constantly networking. Oh, working it. Oh, we can do this. Let's cut that deal. Let's do this deal. Doom, ding, dom, doom, ding, da. And that's the funnest part. The funnest part about once you get comfortable with pursuing things in business, the most fun part is finding new cool businesses to participate in. You're like, dude, let's try this. And then you talk to somebody and they're like, I'm all about that. And you could like partner up and you can do some businesses together. I mean, I love seeing that. That is amazing. Seeing Stephanie and Eric, they're like, they're worse. She's got her job still, but she's making more money in one weekend working her licorice guy stand than she does in two or three weeks at her job. That's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. And so I don't know. I just think that's really cool. It's something I would like to bring back. I think it needs to be, it needs to be more heavily, a lot more accentuated. Like I got to talk to president Trump. I'm going to talk to president Trump. Cause I feel like there needs to be an entire series that parallels the Trump 2024 campaign. Does that make sense? Like we need a whole series where it's like that Trump mindset that is, you got one part of the campaign that's all political and then you got this other bridge, this other parallel campaign for healing America's mindset from like not just a motivational, but like tangible, functional ideas. I just feel like people have forgotten and, it, and there's so much opportunity still out there. It's like, especially like, dude, if you start moving the pieces now, you might not have success for two or three years, but it'll be just in time for President Donnie J to get back in office. And then you'll have not just your business ideas, but you'll have policy ideas that that are going to help that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just tonight. I'm just saying, I think it should be, it should be something we talk about. We should be more, it needs to be a bigger, and honest, honestly, the thing that's crazy, and I gotta, maybe I do need to float this idea of the campaign, because one of the things that, that President Trump, where they, they, they struggle on the messaging on this side of him, because the media obviously controls a lot of what, you know, the framing shit. But one of the softest sides of President Trump is when he starts dropping knowledge and wisdom about self-development and, and entrepreneurship. It's a way to run, like he can still be the fucking tough guy on the political side, but if you ran that parallel fucking marketing that is all mindset oriented, it immediately softens his, his message. I actually think this is the this is the way forward. I think that you've got to let them. They're going to keep telling people that he's just a politician and he's being he's being bitter about DeSantis or whatever. But if you had that parallel messaging with President Trump and like overcoming it, like you can't tell me that no that people in America would reject advice from a guy giving talking about how to overcome adversity and how how to overcome being railroaded. Not just highlighting that it's happening. We know that. But like if we could get him to actually spend, you know, do, do those little videos of three to five minutes on what it takes to overcome that th these challenges. How do I manage this? How do I manage myself under this kind of stress? What do I do to manage this? What do you do to build a team? Like what, what's my mindset going into building a coalition of people? I think people really, really want to know this because they recognize this guy's got things figured out that we don't. And we, and we would all love to learn from him, not just on a political side, but on the other, right? I don't know. I just think it might be, there might be something there. 
You know what I mean? There might be something there. I got to see if I can float an idea or two. I'm that guy. I'm constantly like, hey, 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 how can we highlight? Maybe, maybe we lead. Maybe we lead by example. Maybe I don't ask the campaign. Maybe I ask Lauren Eve. Maybe I ask Lauren Eve and the meme team to start just doing. Maybe we need to spend a few days finding every fucking clip we can of Donald Trump talking about mindset and success and in business. We need to source every fucking video we can and we'll make our own series. We'll make our own series of, of fucking Trumpisms and maybe we'll just lead by example. That's what we did with, with a lot of the stuff we've already done with the content for the campaign. We're like, hey, this is what we're doing and they're like, oh my God, that's genius. Maybe we do the same thing. I think this is a good idea. I think Jay Scott memes, he's phenomenal at uh, sourcing stuff and, and like doing a search, doing deep dives. We need to find all of our Trump content we can. I don't give a shit how old it is. And let's start putting together like a meme series of mindset for Donald J. Trump because I want to pair it. Because if you understand the man in like his philosophies in business and in life, his policies make a lot more sense. Because now there's context, right? Without the context, that allows the media, the media is able to go, Donald Trump wants this because he's a white supremacist or whatever the fuck they're going to come up with, right? But when you have context where you're pairing, if you're pairing his philosophies on life and business with his policies and politics, it gives it a greater context so that your average person goes, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Basically, his idea is this, that, and the other, and it can, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. This is the idea. I just think it would be really cool. And I think that we're going to be inundated with political messaging for the next 18 months, which is totally fine. But I think we should go back and forth between the two. Because we're, we're selling something right now to the American public. We're selling something, and it's one of the hardest sales you could ever make in the current environment. We're selling hope. Like legitimate, like, hey, we're going to get through this. It sucks right now. I know you don't trust the voting system. I know you don't trust the fucking, you know, the overall government. But we're going to get through this. We're going to win. And I think you've got to make that sales pitch from a different perspective than just policy. It's got to be both. You know what I'm saying? Both. Anyway. Who knows? Maybe I'm just up my own ass. We'll see. We'll see what we can come up with. All right. Uh, I got to do this show. We got to do this show. First, uh, first things first. I got to talk about this. Because the media was super triggered that they couldn't frame this as a poor turnout. They tried to take, they always do this. This is like fake news 101. If there's a Trump rally, get there fucking at 6 a.m. and take pictures of the first 2,000 people to show up and then tell everybody, look how small the crowd is. This is like media 101 with Trump. Do not take a picture at 6 p.m. Because if you take a picture at 6 p.m., people are going to figure out how many people are there. So what you do is you take that photo. Oh, it's 10 a.m. And look at there's hardly anybody here. They do this shit nonstop. They did it in Waco, Texas, same way. Well, guess what, fuckers? President Trump draws over 25,000 patriots for first rally in Waco, Texas. And again, the photos they try to keep you from seeing are going to be ones like this on the right where it's just an absolute ocean of patriotism, right? Or, or maybe we go to ones like this, where you just, you start to zoom out, and you start to realize, dude, there's a lot of people at this venue. Oh, you like this one? Oh, you like this one? Oh, I like this one right here. This is a good shot. How do you like this shot right here, guys? Huh? By the way, I don't even know if I've actually fully explained how cool this fucking hat is. So, 
the Make America Great Again hat, you got the signed Donald J. Trump, obviously. If you order this hat, yours won't come this way. <laughs> I mean, it might if you ask, but it's got that. You got the giant oversized American flag. You got Trump on the back of it this time. These are, they're, they're upgrading the, uh, the Make America Great Again hats. And then you've got 45 through uh, in the dash 47, which is just a really cool. I'm, I'm, dude, the hat design is killer. That's fucking swanky. That is a swanky fucking hat. Anyway, I know. Looks good, huh? It looks good. Yeah. 25,000 in attendance at the Donnie J rally. You already knew it. All right. Speaking of, let's get into some of this. So, what did uh, I got a couple of things I got to. Let's stay with Trump for a minute. Let's stay with Trump. We're eventually got a James O'Keefe thing I want to talk about also. But President Donnie J, dude, this is just the funniest shit ever. All right. It's the funniest shit ever. And why? Because yesterday, mid morning, the uh, <laughs> we get the announcement. Where did I even put it? Hold on. I can't find it now. No, not that. Oh, I must have deleted it on accident. OK, well, they've de delayed prosecuting President Trump, essentially. The grand jury's like, yeah, we're not doing that. And so then this morning, I have gained such respect for this grand jury and perhaps even the grand jury system as a whole. The evidence is so overwhelmingly in my favor and so ridiculously bad for the highly par partisan and hateful district attorney that the grand jury is saying, hold on, we are not a rubber stamp, which most grand juries are branded as being. We are not going to vote against a preponderance of evidence or against large numbers of legal scholars all saying there is no case case here. Drop this sick witch hunt now. President Donald J. Trump, smart, smart, given love where it should be given. And that is, there is a grand jury right now in the Southern District of New York that collectively is doing the right thing so far. Now, will they ultimately stay with this? Will, they, will President Donnie J., turn you know be successful in deterring them from going forward with an indictment i have no idea all i can tell you is we are now two and a half weeks into this thing and the grand jury in the southern district of new york is holding the line which has got to absolutely infuriate democrats all across uh the land so pretty funny stuff well done president donnie j trump um yeah there you go dude I, Alvin, Alvin, nothing to brag about. <laughs> yeah, he's getting his ass kicked. Woof, bad look, bro. Bad look. Looking absolutely inadequate, total failure. So here we go. President Trump also continues to take aim at uh, a certain individual. That certain individual, uh, the media is triggered that he won't stop talking about uh, because they don't like that President Trump keeps highlighting Rob DeSantis and what a scumbag he actually is. Watch, see? Ron DeSanctimonious is being crushed in the polls, all of them. Many globalists are having second thoughts. Rhinos like Karl Rove, Pauline Ryan, and Jeb, low energy Bush, are beside themselves. They don't know what's going on. They have rarely witnessed a cratering of this magnitude. These polls are going down rapidly. Maybe they should have told Ron that trying to destroy Social Security and Medicare and having voted to destroy them three times is not a good thing to do. Also, his record on China virus, crime, and education is, despite his ever-spinning PR machine, absolutely abysmal.
Thank you. <laughs> President Donnie J just doing the damn thing. He doesn't care. Just slapping him around. This isn't just a haha -ha meme. This is not a haha -ha meme. This is a oh shit meme. Watch, check it out. President Trump's endorsement of DeSantis helped him win the Republican primary. And DeSantis has positioned himself as a close ally of the president. Look, what, what he did, and he's done it in a number of different ways, is he made promises to people when he was running for office. I, Ron DeSantis, do solemnly swear that I will support, protect, and defend the Constitution and government of the United States and of the state of Florida. Uh, and most politicians forget those promises as soon as they take office, as soon as they take office. And that I will well and faithfully perform the duties of governor on which I am now about to enter. So help me God. Uh, and most politicians forget those promises as soon as they take office. Please clap. This is the end. Before my friend. <laughs> That's, that hurts. That one's going to hurt. When you've got memes floating around of you highlighting how President Trump doesn't forget his promises after he gets elected, and then you get elected and immediately, literally immediately turn your back on your oath to office. <laughs> Fuck. How do you even defend that guy? What shit character he must have? You know what I mean? Oh, brutal. Well, President Trump highlighting what Rob DeSantis already knew that he wouldn't be governor without Donnie J. Ron was gone, politically dead. Endorsement moved him up 50 points to victory. Thank you, President Trump. I love when he thanks himself. It's one of my favorite Trump moves is when he's like, oh, thank you, President Trump. Yes, you're welcome, President Trump. <laughs> and who is he highlighting? Well, let's, let's highlight it. He's, he's highlighting Rich Barris. The people's pundit. Trump brought up the Florida primary. Just cut the crap, Adam Putnam. Would have rocked Governor DeSantis without Donald Trump. Get big mad. I'm totally right. You're not from Florida like me. He was crushing Ron. He had no chance, and that endorsement moved it 50 points. Some internals had Adam Putnam beating Ron DeSantis by 30 points, which is believable for those of us who are actually from Florida and not just moved there during the Trump era for money. DeSantis won by 20 points. The Trump endorsement was their make or break, he was finished. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yikes. Yeah. I got him in California here. I didn't preview this one, so I don't know. If Mike does something that gets me banned, it's, it's his fault, not mine. But I'm pretty sure he did another Rob DeSantis meme. Uh, let me see what he's saying. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Mike sent it to me. I trust him. Let's see what it is. Uh-oh. MAGA, DeSantis people, slash Ted Cruz. <laughs> so, if I understand correctly, you are gonna flip 70, 80 million voters to go towards DeSantis, who was endorsed by President Trump. The Florida media says he only won because of Trump. We have DeSantis saying that he saved Air Force bases, he's done all these great things for Florida, and we're supposed to flip because mean tweets and he's too old and Ron DeSantis. So, so the Bush family and Carl Rove and Paul Ryan and Fox News are supporting DeSantis. And that's not a red flag to us. What is your plan? 
You think you can go online and go, oh, DeSantis is great, Trump's too old. What the hell do you think you're dealing with? Your plan is stupid. You're still working in the old paradigm. You hire a bunch of has-been influencers to try to gaslight MAGA, we laugh at you. Thank God for Elon Musk bringing us back on. Because if not, you'd have this whole campaign of, oh, uh, Ron, Ron is this, and he's a leader. He's not. Oh, uh, he did great things. Whatever. You think people are gonna flip? You think MAGA? And another thing, the election was stolen. If Ron believes it was stolen, he'd be supporting Trump going, let's get in there. But thank God you showed your ass, DeSantis. Thank God you did, because we wouldn't have vetted you. Oh, President Trump, okay, yeah, let's just go. You'll be the guy for 2028. But no, you got greedy. You took the money, you and wifey. You made that decision. So now you're gonna go full-blown anti-MAGA? What, what planet are you on, dude? You're toast. The meatball is done. Yeah, not only for 2024, probably forever. Like my friend Brendan says, you're coming for Kilmeade's job. You'll be a Fox and Friends host. Dumb move, bro. Didn't you learn? You hire cruise crew people, right? Dana Lausch, all those people, right? Oh, Trump's this and you know, we're influencers and Bill Mitchell and all this. Sad, man. It's not sad. It's funny as shit and I can't wait. It's just, we haven't even got warmed up yet. Trump, America first. Let's save the earth. Let's save America. God bless America. God bless the Trump family. They didn't need this. Yeah, peace. Please clap. This is the end, meatball, my friend. <laughs> How's the California get it done? There you go. See, I, he said everything I needed to say. I actually do have one thing to add to that, though. Let's just say, for some fucking weird reason, they actually continued forward with this thing. Ready? Let me just, I'm going to do this really quickly. 30 seconds, I'm going to show you why he can't win. DeSantis doesn't have a way to overcome any questions regarding his voting record on Social Security. So you can basically, right there, that voting block is probably going to be 35 to 40% of primary voters who are generally going to be over the age of 55 DeSantis, that's a kill shot to his campaign. Donald Trump knows that. So I'm going through them. Number one, his voting record on Social Security leaves him dead in the water. His voting record on wall spending and wall building, dead in the water. His voting record and his, uh, prevent, uh, his protection of the Second Amendment leaves him dead in the water. We haven't even got into the more, uh, what, what I believe will be the more provocative questions in a debate format. DeSantis won't take a position on J6ers because it goes against the official uh, Republican narrative, the rhino narrative. He cannot, he does not have an adequate answer to why he has ignored the January 6th uh, political prisoners. And lastly, 70% of this country believes that the election in, in 2020 was stolen. 85% of Republicans, meaning Republican voters, believe the, vote, the uh, 2020 election was stolen. What's going to happen when he's asked point blank at a debate by President Donald J. Trump about his thoughts on the 2020 election? The second that Ron DeSanctimonious has a misstep, 
One misstep on the 2020 election fraud discussion, and you pair that with his ignoring of the J6ers, and then you put that against his voting record on Social Security, fucking done. Social Security voting alone is enough to probably get him bodied in a primary. If Donald Trump just hammered DeSantis' voting record on Social Security, he probably, probably can put him out of the race just on that one topic. So there you go. There you go. Oh, what's going on over here on Rumble? You guys being harassed, huh? You guys got a spammer? Is there a spammer? I got you. Forever. Goodbye. I got your spammer. I got one of them gone. Is there any other ones? What's up, Rumble? How are you guys doing? You guys are doing amazing. I just nuked the shit out of somebody. I just nuked the shit out of somebody. They were spamming. I just, someone was spamming. I got rid of them. Don't worry about it. I still can't assign moderators over on Rumble. Otherwise, I'd already, I'd already have hooked you guys up. I'd give you your own moderators, but Rumble doesn't allow that yet, I don't think. Yeah. You guys doing good? Everybody going, doing good? All right. I like seeing that. Someone, oh, here we go. Dollface on uh, YouTube decided to be content because in all caps, which means you wanted attention, no, I'm saying between Rob and Adam, they will cheat again. Uh-huh. Is that you with your super, super brilliant take? Is that what, is that what you're doing right there? Dollface on YouTube? Are you going to be the, are you the one, in your mind, do you think that what you just said is a super prescient point that nobody has ever considered? Like in your mind, you're like, dude, I have the most super fucking dank, negative, pessimistic take that no one has said. I just want to know, because you're in the chat spamming up your fucking negativity. If you ever ask pessimistic people, you're like, so what are you doing about it? They're like, oh, like, so what do you do? I just stand on the side of the road and go fucking fire. Like, are you going to grab a bucket of water? No. Are you going to do anything about it? Not really. So what are you going to do? I'm going to say fire. Okay. Is that what you're doing? You're going to write in all caps. Like, it's amazing to me too. Like, if you're going to write stupid shit, why are you writing it in all caps? You're like begging for me to make you content. You're like, hey, I want to get your attention as I say something really fucking dumb and completely pointless. Hey, look, I'm in all caps. Everybody look at me as I say something really fucking stupid. And then you announce, you're like, you know what they're going to do? They're going to cheat. Like, "Uh uh-huh. What are you going to tell me next? That some fucking chick with a dick is going to shoot up some insert here public place in the next six months? Oh, my God. Nostra dumbass is all over it. Is that what you're doing? I just, I've tried to warn about this. You came into my chat. You want to participate. You're writing in all caps because you want attention. Well, now you got attention. You said stupid fucking shit and you said it in all caps. So meaning you're yelling it. And I just want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. Your computer sucks. So it's in all caps. Do you know why your computer sucks? Because you've been following the wrong fucking advice with the wrong mindset for too long. And you didn't buy one that works. Ma'am, do you understand me? Maybe the reason you're buying on a computer that only fucking does it in all caps is because you haven't figured shit out. That's like a fucking $12 fix. You just go down, that's a $12 repair. Maybe 25 if you, you fucking go for one of the really high-end keyboards. You couldn't fucking, you can't solve keyboard problems, but you want to talk to me about fucking voting? Are you kidding me right now? 
And then you're going to tell me your computer. Sorry, the computer's fucked up. That's why I can't write this properly. You can't fix your fucking computer keyboard. And you're going to come in here with your bullshit negativity regarding voter integrity? Jesus fucking Christ, no one should listen to you. Not only that, dollface, you shouldn't listen to you. You know that voice that's going inside your head right now as I'm speaking to you? There's a voice that's going inside your mind, and it's basically personalizing everything I'm saying to you. And it's filtering what I'm saying, and then it's telling you how to respond with the next dumb fucking comment. Here's what you need to do. You need to tell that voice that's taking in this information right now to shut the fuck up. That voice has been your problem, not just since the beginning of the show, but probably for many, many fucking years. That voice inside your mind that keeps filtering shit incorrectly is your enemy. Shut the fuck up, okay? Fix your fucking keyboard. I don't want to see you put another goddamn comment until you get a fucking proper keyboard. And then at that point, we'll consider what you might have to say about fucking voter integrity. But until you can fix a fucking $20 problem, shut the fuck up, okay? Are we understanding each other? I swear to God, I'm going to ban you. If I look, if you write one more fucking thing, if you put anything to me other than a fucking thumbs up, I'm banning you. I dare you. You get one shot. I want to see a fucking thumbs up and then you shut the fuck up until you fix your keyboard. You put even yes, sir, I'm banning you. You got it? I see that goddamn caps lock one more fucking time. Go ahead. I want to see the fucking thumbs up, ma'am. I know it's some fucking... I know you're probably a sweetheart. I'm not trying to be mean, but you haven't learned to shut the fuck up. Somebody didn't teach you the rules. Go ahead. Where's my fucking thumbs up, ma'am? I'm waiting. I want positive affirmation. If you need the 20 bucks for a fucking keyboard, I'll Venmo it to you. Bro, you're not chatting again until you fix it. This is what you have to do on the show. Yes, the TV talks back here, honey. I know. Nobody told you that. Your fucking niece, when she sent you the link, didn't tell you the TV talks back. Be careful. Look, you know what? I'll take your silence as you understand what I'm saying. Good girl. Fix your fucking shit. Thank you. I'm not even going to play that song. You know that really ugly song we make fun of people with? I'm not even going to play that for you. I'm going to let you fucking stay. YouTube, you fucking let me know if she starts chatting again. YouTube, you fucking tell me. As soon as she starts chatting again, you tell me. Otherwise, she's not allowed to chat until she fixes that fucking computer. Okay? Good talk. I know. The rest of the fucking... Thank you. You know what? Shout out to Dollface. She just gave me the thumbs up. She gets it. Good girl. Appreciate you. It's not fucking personal. Okay, so let's get back to the show. Because President Trump, as I mentioned, is not going to be indicted this week. He's dunking on Ron Meatball, and he's not getting indicted, and uh, this has left him feeling some kind of way. A way that <laughs> only Phantom Shadow can make memes like this. Here you go, Phantom. Dude, I love that outro. That outro, that outro for me, the hold on, I'm coming, and it's fuck Joe Biden in the back. That is a phantom uh, shadow special. It's almost as good as, he's got a new one too. You guys want to see a new one? So let me see. Uh, here, let's find somebody we don't like. Hold on. 
Hold on. Let's let's just find something to see if I got a photo of somebody we don't like. Fuck, that's a good one. No, I don't got one of somebody I don't like. Why don't I have somebody? Shit. Shit, I don't have one of somebody. <sighs> okay, we'll try this one. We'll try. Okay, for example, this story. I, this is going to be a, this is a rel- You know what? <sighs> he made a mix for me, and I wanted to use it today, but I actually don't have a way to implement it. But look, like, for example, PBS reporter Jane Ferguson punched in the face by a stranger on the New York City subway. How do you guys like that? Punched in the face on the subway. Dude, you're a PBS reporter. You're like the most harmless fucking reporter on planet Earth. Hi, I'm Jane Ferguson. Shut the fuck up, Jane. I mean, are you kidding me? This is New York City in a nutshell right now, right? There's so many reporters that I can understand this happening to, but Jane Ferguson one doesn't make a lot of sense. Fucking PBS. You know how this went down, too. This is one of those New York City random knockout fucking games where they're playing, right? I bet you she was just walking. I, I see at least a half dozen videos and or uh, stories about somebody getting knocked the fuck out on the New York City subway every day. They just punch you in the face. They don't care. The people who ride that fucking uh, subway aren't even aware of what's on television. They don't watch TV. They just are looking for white people and Asian people to beat the shit out of. That's what I've learned by watching the New York City violent fucking subway uh, videos. That's all they're looking for. Oh, hey, there's an Asian person. I'm going to punch the shit out of her. Oh, a white lady. I'm going to punch the shit out of her. That's how, that's how it goes. And, uh, and, and if it makes you angry, you could play this song underneath it, which is a Phantom Shadow fucking special. Crank it. Fuck this. There you go. Fuck these people. 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 shadow so this is our new one now we got that one playing underneath like whenever we got a video that i can play the uh, fuck these people thing i'm doing it i'm 100 percent doing it all right let's talk about some news i know we're having some fun we just do we do this thing we do this thing called doing a little trolling what is this oh that's a meme too oh i got a meme i got a, i'm gonna keep that one in it oh, we'll keep that one dry we're gonna keep our powder dry on that meme i want to play later in the show not right now We'll save it. Okay. Hey, let me see here. What's a couple of topics I want to talk? You know, I kind of want to touch on, well, we'll get into this in a second. That's an Elon Musk story. We're going to talk about that story too. This one, we're done with that one. We got some interesting shit to talk about. Okay. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Yep. Okay. Yep. I got about what I need. All right. I got to highlight somebody who's a friend of the show. He's highlighted the Dilly Show in the past. We have collaborated 
uh, working against CNN in the past. They've given me uh, shout outs on their Instagram and other places and in their videos themselves, something that they don't do for anybody, but they did it as a favor to me because they know how much I love them. Previously of Project Veritas, who we no longer uh, endorse or support, is James O'Keefe. He is back with some undercover work that's going to be shocking. We're going to go through the entire video. We're going to break it down and talk about it. And uh, it's a pretty long clip, so I'll jump in periodically. We'll talk about what we're seeing. James O'Keefe, everybody. FEC data shows that some senior citizens across the U.S. have been donating thousands of times per year. Some of these individuals' names and addresses are attached to over $200,000 in contributions. We went and knocked on a few of their doors to corroborate the data that we received from a group of citizen journalists called Election Watch in Maryland. This is James O'Keefe with OMG. I'm here in Annapolis, Maryland. It's an individual who has donated a total of $217,000 made through 12,000 different contributions in a three-year period of time. Now, sometimes these contributions have been made in variations of his name and variations of his address. You see this chart here. This chart shows a breakdown of the committees that were earmarked to receive the donations made through Act Blue. And this is all FEC and state data. We're wondering if these donors are victims of what appears to be a money laundering scheme, or these residents actually participated in the scheme, or making phone calls, or knocking on doors. These are things that you can do. We hope you do that. Follow me along and see what happens. Uh-oh. This is something that you guys can do. Very easy to do. A lot of homes with bizarre amounts of data showing Tens of thousands of contributions made through different uh, uh, different contributors here. So we, a lot of questions, and we hope the citizen journalism army at OMG can answer them. This is an easy thing to do. Knocking on doors, asking questions. Get yourself a little microphone. Get yourself a camera. You can use an iPhone. Um, what we're going to do as citizen reporters is go back to the car and call them. Right? We're going to call them. And a few numbers to call. Contributed 3,000 contributions for $32,000. The FEC records indicate that you donated $32,000, 3,000 different contributions people made at this address in your name. Are you aware of that happening? You're not aware of that happening? Dr. Daniel Trump. Talk to Donald Trump. Well, how would Donald Trump help me answer that question? Hit him with a bat. Hit hit Donald Trump with a bat? Yeah. Right over the head. How would that help me answer this question? It would certainly keep you in the news. To do with I'm going to see a, a scar on his fucking head. Now stop fucking with me. Whoa. Whoa. Cindy No of Annapolis, Maryland, <laughs> who in the year 2000... <laughs> What the fuck? Like, whoa. <laughs> Jesus, dude, James, I hope you're strapped, bro. I don't know what the situation is. James, okay, okay. All right, the guy, he didn't even have, he wasn't like, dude, 3,000 donations in my name, huh? What? I'm freaking out. Nope. Just some old, crazy cocksucker with fucking severe Trump derangement syndrome. Okay, all right. Let's see how the next guy is. 22 allegedly contributed over 1,000 times to Act Blue, totaling $18,849.77. That means Cindy would have had to donate three times a day, every day for the whole year. 
Hello? Hey there, Cindy. My name is James O'Keefe, and we're doing a story on um, uh, the amount, number of people that have donated with your address. Did you donate to Act Blue, a yeah. p political cause? How many times a month do you donate to Act Blue? I don't know. I don't know how many times. I don't understand why why um, I'm getting this. Well, the question is, you did donate to Act Blue, right? Yes, uh, once in a while, yes. Did you donate a thousand and nine times? I don't know. I mean, I may once in a while I donate five or, or so dollars or something like that during election year. What about eighteen thousand eight hundred fifty dollars? I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that many donations. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what, what, the Federal Election Commission indicates that that much money was donated to Act Blue and Biden for president. I wish I, I wish I could have donated eighteen thousand dollars to Biden's presidency. How much did you donate? I don't know. I don't. Order know. of magnitude. I, I like I said, I donate five dollars once in a while to, to because I have various charities I like to give to. Do you know people are using your address? I don't think so. So. Interestingly enough, she said she donates something like $5 a month, but um, we're getting kind of a pattern of reactions here. Uh Dude. <laughs> I feel like James set out to do like a fucking hard-hitting journalistic video about how Democrats are donating money illegally to campaigns in their donors' names. Like, that's the story it's supposed to be. But the story he's stumbling upon is that Democrat donors are fucking insane. Whether it's a dollar or five dollars, these fucking people are weird as shit, not very fucking bright, and borderline insane. That's, that's the story of this whole story isn't the money anymore. It's the fucking maniacs that actually give five bucks a month. Jesus Christ. That lady is fucking, she has reported your Twitter account 57 fucking times in the last three days. As we as we do this, the woman was a very nice lady. She talked to us. So interestingly enough, it's even in a, even a two party consent state like Maryland, with the camera out in the open, people are still being honest. RC Maxwell. This is sort of new to me. Usually we use the covert cameras, but maybe the camera's a truth serum. But does it sound about right? There's been eighteen thousand contributions. Absolutely not. For the. Absolutely not. In the amount of like $170,000? Absolutely not. Really? Yes. Okay. So that's not you doing that? No, it's not. But, but, but do, 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 does the frequency ring a bell that you're donating that much every like 10 times a day sometimes? No. No? No. Do you think someone is maybe fraudulently um, well, debiting your accounts or something? They must be. Here, um, yeah, it's eighteen thousand six hundred and seventy-two different contributions that total an amount of one hundred and seventy thousand dollars and two hundred and twenty-one cents. No, 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 no. So I'm about to call Garland Riggs. He's the. Okay, so we finally found a lady that's at least pleasant, and probably shocked to find out that someone donated eighteen thousand different times on her behalf to the Democrat Party and to Joe Biden. This is election fraud. Just so we're clear, these are fraudulent donations. This is illegal funding. This is a fucking monster story, which means mainstream media will ignore the shit out of it, which means you have to share the shit out of it. Let's keep going. The 
excessive small amount donor, uh, 31,073 individual contributions were made uh, under his address. He's 80 years old. He lives on the outskirts of D.C. So many people across the country, I'm going to call him and see if I can make a contribution in his name and see how he responds. He's either a victim of some type of conspiracy or he's a culprit himself. A lot of these phone numbers are available on white pages, on Google, and other apps where you can find people's phone numbers and information. Hey there, Mr. Riggs. Yes. James O'Keefe, just asking about those contributions we spoke on the phone. Um, have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to, to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name in this address. No, that's, that's not us. That's not you? No. Nope. Have you ever donated to, to Act Blue? Or I think my wife has, but, but nowhere near. Are you aware that people are using your, your name? No. Have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to, to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name in this address. How much did you donate to Act Blue? Uh, so would you say a thousand a year? Probably not. Not a thousand? Would the FEC records say that you've given $230,000? No. It appears that someone else may be committing a crime using your address. I'll email you that information, the FEC records. Well, do you think you can find at least some of these individuals? That's what I do, sir. So when you do these and you walk up to the home... Dude, this is money laundering. This is the laundering we're talking about. What James O'Keefe probably stumbled upon is how the remaining money that SBF, the fucking guy who embezzled all that money, this is how they were essentially funneling it. Wait till this. So what they are doing is they're, they're waiting for people to give their names up. And then these are older people who are never going to, you know, they, they're not that savvy on the internet. And then they're funneling illegal funds, dirty money, and they're putting the names of existing donors. This is like, this is the playbook that they run in third world countries. This is what they do to funnel money to terrorists. Same idea. This is what, this is probably where your money that was supposed to go to Ukraine went. This is where your investment money with SBF went. This is where your investment money with Silicon Valley Bank went. And they were funneling it in all these old people's names. We're not even to the voter side. This is just the donor side. Fuck. You want to say the person's name, let's call them Smith. Smith, did you donate to Act Blue or Biden for president? Do you know how many times donations were made in your name? Follow-up question, did you donate 3,000 times, right? You ask those questions in that manner in order to elicit honest responses.
We have dozens of other homes just in this state alone, but hundreds across the country that match his profile. You can do the same thing, knocking on doors, asking questions, we follow up. We can also ask him for comment before we publish the story. We will do that too. This is James O'Keefe reporting on the ground in Annapolis, Maryland for OMG. We received this fact-based data from one of our first group of amazing citizen journalists over at Election Watch in Maryland. The Gibson Group and Maryland 2020 Watch have submitted a lawsuit to the U.S. District Court of Maryland regarding this grievance. But we're also aware of this happening in many other states. Is it happening in yours? We need some fearless citizen journalists with enough integrity to ask the right questions to the right people in your state. Do you have what it takes? Go on O'KeefeMediaGroup.com and we'll make sure you have the information you need to do this important story. This is James O'Keefe with OMG. There you go. Dilly 300, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. If you I see it meant a lot of comments that people are like, oh, I want to go do that. Make sure you take somebody with you. Always two people. Always. Always two people. But there you go. O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. You know we love and support James O'Keefe. I believe in what he does. I believe in him as an individual. And I think you guys, uh, those of you who want to get engaged, that's a massive story. And that was just in Maryland. God knows how many other places they're doing this at with a lot more money. Imagine finding out someone donated $231,000 in your name. Fuck. It's insane. It's insane, dude. The corruption in this country is, it's, it's absolutely next level. Next level. All right. Let's talk about this a little bit. It's a subject. It's going to be very relevant for many of you. Very relevant. I warned about it a few years ago. The time passed. And now here we are. Google has formed a partnership to combine its artificial intelligence language models with software from startup Rep Replit that helps computer programmers write code, a bid to compete with a similar product from Microsoft, GitHub, and OpenAI. Uh-oh. The AI equation is here, and it is ramping up faster than they can regulate it, which means it's going to be a disaster. Musk and experts urge a pause on AI systems citing risks to society. Do you want to know why I think Elon Musk, uh, beyond just being, I believe he is a philanthropic person, he is concerned about what artificial intelligence can and will do to the human race. Do you want to know why else I think he's concerned? I think that Elon Musk understands that if AI decides to turn on humanity, Anything with a heavily uh, connected uh, electric internet-based uh, system is going to be susceptible to corruption. Like, he knows. He's like, uh, this is a problem. Like, this is a major problem. This is like where the AI gets into my Teslas and no one can drive. The AI gets into our weapon systems and there's no turning off the nuke launch. He, he gets it. They don't get it because they're greedy and they see an opportunity. They see an opportunity for literal world domination. And Elon's like, slow down. Slow the fuck down. 
the 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 level to which they this system if it's corrupted and goes the way it wants to go like if if humanity loses control of artificial intelligence imagine an intelligence that's multiple thousands of times greater than humanity's and it doesn't have a soul so it doesn't deal with that little fucking inhibition that is a a conscience like it if it doesn't have a conscience imagine an intelligence that is so fucking advanced and it has zero speed bumps known as a moral dilemma no moral dilemma just what's everything will be based on efficiency you're in the way but don't kill me i'm a dad uh that don't i don't care that doesn't matter AI systems like chat GPT could impact 300 million full-time jobs worldwide with administrative and legal roles, some of the most at risk, according to Goldman Sachs. Oh boy, are we going to go back in time? You have a you have a show host that you absolutely love that tried to tell you. Is a man who lives in Georgia, who predicts the future. We'll have some fun with this one. Okay, here we go. Chat loves when we play this game. Everybody get your Google searches ready. You ready? Okay, it was either 2017 or 2018. I think it was 2017, possibly summer. I might be totally wrong on this. President Trump signed an executive order on the advancement of artificial intelligence. Can anybody tell me what the approximate date was? I don't feel like looking it up. You guys are, are capable. I don't have producers working with me here. Donald Trump's executive order on in artificial intelligence, because once you have that date, I'll tell you when the Nostradilly came out, because it was that day it was released. So we will see who can find that date for me. Executive order on artificial intelligence, courtesy of Donnie J. Trump. I believe it was spring of 17 or 18. No, it's not the one from 2020. Yeah, that's when it was executed. I don't think that was, that's, that was when it was finally finished, I believe. There was an older one. 2020 is too late. That's not the one I'm talking about. February 11th, 2019. It could be that one. That could be about it. That sounds like it could be it. There was an earlier one though. Yeah, there's the one in February of 19 is sounding right, but I believe there's an even earlier one. Keep digging. You guys haven't got the right one yet. There's an earlier one. It's either 17 or 18. February 11th, 19 could be it, but I don't think it is. There's a very specific one. Come on. There's like thousands of you guys. Hmm? Don't make me do it in like two seconds. I don't want to have to do it. 
Uh, June 15th, 2017. That could be the one. That looks like it could be the one. Is that the one? June 15th, 2017, courtesy of Rumble. That's probably the one I'm thinking of. I believe it was that 2017 date. All right. Either way, let's get into it. I believe that is the right one. Okay. I sat in front of you guys all, and this is why I know it was before 2019, because I wasn't doing the show from a computer yet. (laughs) This was back when I was still doing the show on a cell phone, right? I was doing a show on a cell phone, and and I told you guys, you had to start adjusting your future plans for careers, right? And I was telling you, one was, yes, tradies are going to be critical, right? Because uh, artificial intelligence isn't going to unclog a toilet, as my good friend Jason Whitley would say, right? But I kept telling people back in 2017, six years ago, I was like, hey, man, you've got to start thinking about what it is that you actually truly love and start doing that. The arts, the creative things, the, the things that cannot be replicated by a robot, doing your music, doing your, your art, doing a, you're a baker, you're doing these different things. And I kept telling people, the future is, is accelerating, and by the time it hits, you're going to get wiped the fuck out if you're in the wrong industries. You're going to get wiped completely out because you're not going to be, they're gonna, you're going to wake up one morning, and you're going to be a fucking horse and, and buggy. You're going to wake up and go, you don't need me? And they're going to be like, no, we have flying cars. That's how fast artificial intelligence is advancing. I kept telling everyone that we were going to experience a renaissance culturally because humanity will no longer have a need for fucking bean counters. Remember me explaining this? The, the bean counter industry where you simply just fucking go doop is going away. Counting the beans, fucking duplicating the bean, all of that's going away. 3D printing is here. They're 3D printing homes. They're 3D printing cars and guns and all kinds of shit. That's just one part of it. But AI is going to allow for, like, even, uh, I know a lot of my, my memers are high level at programming and shit, right? Writing code. Dude, what happens now? I think Trev, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Trev is already playing with an artificial intelligence program to write code, I think. I might be wrong, but I thought he was talking about this in the meme room where the AI is actually going to teach itself how to write code. It's going to, it's literally, so now you spent all those years getting your certificates to get big money as a fucking writing code for software and an artificial intelligence is coming along that can write what you did in a year in like an afternoon. They've got AI right now, you guys, that are passing the bar exam in one day. Passing the highest level of medical tests in one day. A lot of your menial tasks are going to be replaced. If you are somebody that can do a very specific thing that is inherently human, you'll be fine. But there's a lot of people that are sitting there and you're not prepared for the future. In many ways, what will happen is you're going to have pain in the interim. The pain is going to be as society and culture adjusts to this newfound time. Okay, because what you're going to end up with was an with an extraordinary amount of time freedom. Because what's going to be happening? Have you guys seen all of this? 
Is is Cam Tastic in here? Is Cam here today? Is he busy? Is he working? I'm almost positive. Cam Tastic programmed an AI illustrator to help him with his book. I'm like 99% sure he was telling me he paid for the trade because you can buy the rights to whatever you create and it's yours. But he programmed, he actually had to work because he didn't hand draw. He worked and programmed an AI to create the artwork for his Tr Can't Stop the Trumpy Trump book. He had to like, and he had to go in there one thing at a time to program it. The hair, he had to like tell it how to do it and he had to practice like go in and very, nope, not like that. Back and forth, back and forth with the AI to get himself his little tr can't stop the Trumpy Trump. Now he wrote the story obviously and he laid it all out, but this is not, this is not a handwritten book. This is our uh, hand illustrated. That's an AI created book. He created this with artificial intelligence, you guys. And now, obviously, the, now the drawback is if you don't know how to program the AI software, which he was working with it. But he, he had to work on it, and this is what it created, and this is what the future is going to be. That's what the future is going to be. The future is going to be heavily predicated on artificial intelligence, and it's going to remove a lot of unnecessary time sucks that you're currently doing so there you go it was june 15th 2017 we got a date finally okay thank you it's pretty amazing stuff but at the same time it should be a little bit uh, it should definitely be something that you keep your head on a swivel about i talked about this six years ago i'm talking about it again now you have a unique skill set that god put inside of you a gift and it will it'll be something that supersedes ai but if you are still doing the old paradigm and you're doing something that in, in a machine can do and do better than you, they're going to replace your ass. And you have to be honest with yourself. Could a machine learn to do what I do? Could a machine learn to do what I do right now? No. I feel fairly confident a machine's not going to figure out how to do comedy the way that I do it and integrating what I do. And now, could it come up with better answers for, than what I say? Probably. I'm okay with that. But... For me, I'm doing something that is essentially uniquely human. And I think there's a lot of you that do stuff that is uniquely human. I think that machines can create artwork. The problem is there's no flaws. And good art inherently has some flaws. But many of you are going to have an opportunity, I believe, to express yourselves and your individual uh, gifts to the world. And that is going to be what is going to end up being of value to the rest of us. Anyway, very fascinating topic. I think it's really, really cool. And uh, it's certainly accelerating. <clears throat> As we just talked about, it could impact over 300 million full-time jobs worldwide, which is a very large amount of jobs. Let's talk briefly about taxes. Let's talk a little bit about taxes. You know what's so funny is in a time when we're looking at artificial intelligence replacing bean counters, the IRS is hiring 87,000 agents but they're not looking at your taxes anymore. They're going to be armed. That is an agency that shouldn't even exist. It's illegal. It should not exist. And most Americans have been conditioned to celebrate tax season. Why do cars get more expensive in the spring? Tax season. Because they time the jacking up of the price of these vehicles 
to uh, line up with your receiving your tax returns. Hell, some car uh, sales companies and, and dealerships actually offer reimbursements. They, they'll let you use your tax refund that you haven't even re received yet as a means of a down payment. Your refund. What a fucking absolute scam that is, huh? A tax refund. Hey, we, the U.S. federal government, illegally took your, your money, your taxes. We taxed you at an obscene percentage. We took that money, and as you scrimped and saved to get through the year, we took that money and we put it into a larger pool of money and invested it, made huge sums of fucking money off of your money, and then what we did was we then gave you back a portion of your money. Sometimes it's all of it, and if you're poor enough, we'll give you all of it plus someone else's money, but... Usually, if you're even semi-successful or even semi-living paycheck to paycheck, we're only going to give you back a portion of what you paid in. You're welcome, and we call it government. It's horseshit. It's absolute fucking horseshit. It's, it's absolute horseshit. State taxes and local community taxes are more than adequate to essentially uh, take care of your communities and take care of your country. The majority of your funds collected by the IRS do not do anything other than pay the interest on the debt that the country has accumulated since 1913. Essentially, the Federal Reserve System allows the IRS to be weaponized to collect their money from the government and pay the interest owed, which is why the principal keeps climbing rapidly every second every day all the time if you think that your money that you pay the irs goes to oh it helps out the military no it doesn't well it goes to it goes to this no it doesn't no it fucking doesn't no it doesn't no it doesn't all of those things are funded by future borrowed uh budgets that's it all of the shit that keeps your country going border stuff government employees all of that shit is funded with the borrowing of money from the Federal Reserve with interest. And then every year they make one payment to the Federal Reserve around tax season. And it's from your money and that money that they collect to give to the Federal Reserve goes towards a portion of the interest owed on that 31 trillion or whatever it's up to now dollars. A lot of people don't know this. You're not paying down the debt. You're not funding current operations in America. You're just paying the interest owed on the fucking debt that they have essentially enslaved our country with. They've enslaved our country via a massive amount of debt and your fucking payments to the IRS every year are simply just the interest. And the best part is they're charging you exorbitant interest annually on money that they created out of thin fucking air. If you truly understood, if the American public truly understood the way that their monetary system was set up, you would realize that you absolutely live in a country that has been hijacked by organized mafia, organized crime. An organized banking cartel, an organized crime syndicate has hijacked your nation for over 110 fucking years and they've got you by the balls.
your taxes aren't something righteous that you should be proud of. You're just simply paying for the interest on debt owed. You start going through this, you start getting educated on monetary policy, you start getting educated on fractional reserve banking, you start getting educated on fiat currency and what does that actually mean? And you understand why you're on borrowed motherfucking time. It could be any day. You could wake up one day and all of a sudden your bread is $20,000 a fucking loaf. And there ain't shit you could do about it. But this is where they're at. And tax season is always a good reminder to let you, to remind you, you can still make a great life in this system. You can still create a great life. It is infinitely harder than it should be. It is infinitely harder than it should be. We, we criticize the modern generation of Americans quite often as not being patriotic, as not being tough, as not being uh, capable. Can I tell you something? Can I make a statement that's going to probably rattle some cages? I would argue that the current generation of Americans are probably mentally way fucking stronger than any generation of previous American that ever walked on this land. <sighs> Dilly, how can you say that? Brennan, how can you say that? Let me put it to you like this. If I took your average American, dropped them in any other century in America, would it suck for them? Yeah, probably. Would they suffer? Yeah. Would they struggle? Absolutely. Would they adapt? Who can't adapt to fucking working in a field? Who can't adapt to being a little bit more physically active? Who can't adapt to a little bit slower of lifestyle? But if I took somebody, if I took the fucking founders out of this country in 1776 and I dropped them in 2023 and said, solve this, they'd go fucking insane. I said, hey, here's your new life. Here you go. Your taxes are 30%. You're fucking, you've got gas price. All of your, everything you need in life is going to be predicated on you working from sun up to sundown and you're still going to fall behind and go further and further into debt. Everything you'll be doing is based on debt. We have entangled alignment alliances with everybody on planet earth. Capitalism is run amok because they got God out of the system. So there's zero morality. So mo most of what you see, hear, and consume is somehow, some way, eventually going to make you sick and die because big pharma needs customers. I'll be straight up with you, dude. This is the strongest version of Americans in, they, it, that has ever operated in this country. And I know you go, oh, my, my generation, your fucking generation couldn't operate the goddamn phone I'm holding in my hand. Don't tell me how fucking strong and how much smarter you are. You don't even know how to make this fucking work. And now you expect me to believe that somebody with absolutely zero fucking understanding of a base level of computer could be dropped in this fucking current time period and could make it work in America? Give me a fucking break. This is and has been and will be the hardest fucking time to be an American in American history. It still is. It is the most difficult time in the history of this fucking country to exist here. Ralph with his stupid shit. Ralph, shut the fuck up. I already had to ban you once today for being retarded. This guy's down here thinking the founding fathers would have put together an answer. Shut the fuck up. Literally, they would have been trying to figure out how to navigate in a goddamn car. Give me a fucking break, dude. 
All of these fucking old boomers with the revisionist bullshit. In my day, shut the fuck up. In your day, you didn't kick the shit out of the bully, and now the bully sits in the fucking Senate, ass-fucking the rest of the country. Don't talk to me about your day. Don't talk to me about what these fucking people would have done. Oh, now, oh, you're taking it personally. Now I got somebody taking it personally. You can't understand a complex fucking opinion, and so you're taking it personally. Dilly, you're trying to, hard to get rid of the ones who have supported you for years. Bye. Is it working? Goodbye. You can leave. No one ever told you you had to stay. No one ever had to tell you you'd have shitty opinions in my chat either. If you don't understand the overarching theme of what I'm saying to you, it's not my fucking problem. This isn't an attack on anybody, simple fuck. I'm literally talking, unless you were one of the founding fathers, why are you taking exception with what I just said? Unless you were there in 1776, why is what I'm saying right now personally hurting you? Why don't you answer me that? Go ahead, smart ass in the D live chat. Why are you taking what I'm saying personally, unless you were fucking out there fighting in 1776, what has you triggered right now? Go ahead. I want to hear you. I want to see. I'm looking for your fucking name. You wanted to pipe up and tell me how you're going to withhold your money from the show now because I, I said that this is the strongest generation of Americans to ever exist and you got your fucking sand in your little pussy. Like, go ahead. Explain it to me like I'm five. Fucking comical, dude. The difficulty in which you have to operate in this current environment, you don't even know what's true anymore. You don't even have the fucking slightest idea of what is true. You don't know what the fuck. You can't trust anything. You can't trust your government. You can't trust your media. You can't trust your doctors. You can't trust your fucking neighbors. And you think this is an easy environment to operate in. Oh, it was way harder back then. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. You just have to be so up your own ass. What I've never understood about some of you fucking people, the inherent pride you have in your generation. Why? Every generation is full of fucking retards. It's never occurred to me to be like, ah, oh, my generation's better than yours. It's never even occurred to me. And yet you get super triggered over that comment, and which is why I keep doing it. You're so fucking strong that me just pointing out that every generation has fucking idiots in it is enough to tell you, you literally probably watch a show for years and you're threatening to withhold your fucking support of the show because I told you that your fucking gay little generation wasn't the strongest. You know how fucking dumb that is? You don't have any personal accomplishments of your own. You have to fucking hang on to the accomplishments of a collective generation for you to feel good about what you've done in your life. Really? Give me a fucking break, dude. Now I'm responsible for you not having a better identity. You want to break that down for me there, chief? Don't got any accomplishments of your own. So you have to be like, what we did, what's this we shit? Were you there? Well, no. Well, then what the fuck are you talking about? All these people telling you that it was easier. Oh, it would have been bad. Those people are way stronger than Americans today. Give me a fucking break. How are you measuring strength, pal? Are we measuring strength by getting your fucking fingers dirty? Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Physically, they were probably stronger. And mentally, they'd snap in a fucking afternoon in the current environment. But, and you can actually measure what I'm saying. You know this, right? There's studies they've done, scientific studies that show the human mind and how many approximate words it consumed on a given day in the, in the 1980s and compare it to now. It's like six times greater. What do you think that that means? 
What do you think the relevance of having a vocabulary six times greater in a different, it means you're consuming that much more information in a given day. That's just since the 80s, dude. Now take some simple motherfucker from the 1700s. You wouldn't even know how to deal with in that environment. I don't know. People getting triggered over the age shit, grow the fuck up, get stronger. I don't care how old you are. If you're still upset because somebody makes fun of your generation and makes a, dude, as if, quote, my generation's any better, just stop being so fucking soft. It's always, it used to be the fat thing. Remember that? I used to have a whole bunch of people that were like, I'm never watching this show again because you made fun of fat people. Well, guess what? We got a whole bunch of fucking people that lost weight and now they still watch the show. Maybe you should shut the fuck up and learn something. Instead of being so goddamn sensitive about some shit that, like, I don't know you. I didn't fucking point at you. I'm like, hey, Billy Bob, fuck, fuck stain. Like, I'm talking to you specifically. Jesus Christ. You know what? Keep your money. Seriously. I would rather, I don't even want to, if, here's the exchange, all right? Person who says you've supported me for years, don't buy another fucking thing for me. And don't give me another dollar to this show. And in exchange, you don't get to use the chat ever again. I'll make that deal for you all day long, Okay. Let's do the deal. You keep every penny from here on out, and I never want to see your fucking name in my chat ever again. You want to make the deal? Let's make the deal. You don't get to participate in any of the Telegram chats. You don't get to come on here and be a fucking pain in my ass anymore on the show, and you can keep all of your fucking money. Let's do the deal. Give me the big thumbs up if you want to do the deal, okay, fucker? Then I'm going to ban you, and that'll be, we'll be done with it. I'm waiting. It's been a special kind of day with the chat. It's always, I always know when I'm hitting on something that needs to be addressed because people get super fucking sensitive. Come on, asshole. I offered you a deal. You either say yes or you say no, I want to stay. If you want to stay, then great. You get to keep participating. But you're going to keep fucking donating. But if you're going to fucking withhold, then get the fuck out. Do I got to use your actual name? You want me to put you on blast on your DLive? It's in DLive. You probably are dealing with the, like, the most aggressive fucking chatters on my show. And I have, I've done you the fucking favor of not highlighting that I'm talking to you yet. But why don't we use your name? Maybe that'll motivate your fucking ass a little bit. <laughs> I am like not in the mood. I'm scrolling right now to see if this person responded. Where'd you go? <laughs> I need to reread what you said. Okay, so you're posting shit that can be taken out of context and then expect me to be responsible for fucking recognizing that? I don't think y'all you were out of context either. And yes, I am talking to you. Shout out to D-Live for reminding me. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian. You're not exactly like us. I am subscribed. Deal is rolling. Cause deal is trolling. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian. You're not exactly like us. Okay, yes, Namster says, 
All I said was you were trying to get rid of the people who had supported you for years. So explain to me how I misinterpreted what you had just said, bud. Go ahead, Namster. Explain, since you wanted to chime up about what I'm doing, trying to get rid of people who have supported me for years, and I ran with what you fucking said, which can't be really taken out of context, what was the fucking point of saying it then, genius? You kept going back and forth with me. You kept posting stupid shit. I kept responding. And then you're like, are you talking to me? Like, yeah, I am. You're fucking making my point, actually. Holy fuck, can you imagine... You couldn't follow the conversation and you're fucking, and you're like, wait, is he talking to me? Yes, talking to you. I was trying to, I was literally trying to be patient with you because I don't want to use your fucking name. But now you're like, wow, what? All I said was that you're trying to run people out of here that have supported you for years. Okay, is that what I'm doing? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, okay, never mind. This conversation is fucking... Now, I'm literally dumber for having tried to engage you. My bad. Note to fucking self. Ignore that account at all times when it comes across my fucking chat feed. Holy shit. People are amazing. Ah, no, I just, uh... Oh, never mind, dude. Never mind. Clearly, this is... <sighs> Then I got to deal with this. It's like having a second fucking Ralph. I barely can handle having one Ralph. Like, Ralph, I can't even believe you're still chatting today. You already got put on timeout for being retarded. <laughs> I just want DLive to know that YouTube's now calling you pussified. <laughs> Which is low-key funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, dude. This is what happens when you try to explain complex things to simple fucking people sometimes. They're like, oh, well, you know, I disagree with this. I'm like, that's weird because that's not what I'm saying. Hey, Devil Dog, will you, will you deal with the annoyances? Can you time out the annoyances for me? I don't want to see these people the rest of the day. Not perma, just get rid of these fucking people at least for the next 10 minutes. Can you do that for me? I know, Tiffy. I know. She wants the whiteboard. I'm not doing the whiteboard talk today. I ran out of time. We will do a whiteboard talk this week, though. I think we will. I think it's a, I think it's a good idea, right? Do you guys want to do a, a, a whiteboard talk this week? We'll do one maybe tomorrow. I think Thursday could be a good day. We'll be a, Thursday would be a good day. Would be a good day for a, a whiteboard talk. What do you think? I wonder how Rumble's doing. I think, I think Rumble probably thinks the rest of you are insane, which I appreciate that about them. Yep, they're in their own zone. I appreciate that about Rumble. They just stay in their fucking zone. <laughs> oh, you okay, so hold on. The 20s are concerned because if I do the whiteboard talk tomorrow, they won't get to see it because they're going to counter-protest uh, Rob DeSantis showing up in Georgia doing a book signing. And also, did you guys know that Rob DeSantis' super PAC is moving its home office to Atlanta, Georgia? Are you guys aware of this? That, that Rob DeSantis, his super PAC, is moving its main offices from North Florida up to Georgia. Hmm. 
are you guys, are you deep state cunts planning to uh, run Rob DeSantis and then you're probably going to sell his his VP as Kemp? Oh, my God. What do you guys think? Is that what's going on? Are they going to actually try and pair piece of shit DeSantis with Kemp? Is that the plan? Because it feels a little bit like that might be what they're going to do. There's a lot of video. There's a lot of websites already up talking about Kemp running. We had a Dilly 300 send me their, uh, the website links. Is this what they're going to do? Are you going to really run those two pieces of shit? Because I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to run Kemp in Georgia with DeSantis in Florida. And in their mind, they've just picked off two states from Trump. I think that's what they're going to try and do. Yeah. Kemp, no. Kemp, Tiff, I'm telling you right now, if Kemp is simping for uh, DeSantis, it's 100% VP. That's the job he wants. He wants that VP job. Absolutely guaranteed. That, is, that would be one of the worst fucking tickets. DeSantis, Kemp is Mitt Romney and fucking Paul Ryan all over again. You guys know this, right? DeSantis, Kemp, and Paul Ryan Romney, identical ticket. That is an identical fucking ticket. And that's probably what they're going to try to do. By the way, uh, DeSantis can't beat Trump in Florida at all. Not a fucking chance. And Kemp is the governor of, of uh, Georgia who was just reelected, by the way. So there you go. We will see. We will see. All right. I think I'm done today. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry to be such a downer and have to slap some of the chat around, but that happens sometimes. Occasionally, you just end up with people that are like, I like to fuck with you guys, too, because I want to see if you can defend your positions, and I want to see what you get sensitive about. A lot of times, I get people that get sensitive about the dumbest fucking shit. I'll get an email on this one. I already know. You misunderstood what I said. Okay, say it again. What did you mean? Okay, that's exactly what I thought you meant. You're still a fucking idiot. This happens all the time. Very rarely do I have to walk anything back other than if I catch like the wrong part of a statement. 99% of the time though, dude, I'll end up with the chat emailing me just the dumbest fucking shit. You're mean to me today, man. You don't know. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know who I am. Fucking okay, buddy. Like yesterday, I'll give you an example. Yesterday on Spaces, I mentioned that you should not follow people and give giant megaphones to people who don't have at least one thing you want in life. Doesn't sound that controversial, right? Like, all I was saying was, if somebody can't keep themselves healthy, find love, or financially be you know, taken care of, or find a passion for what they do. All I was highlighting is you should stop following mediocre people, right? And I got a DM from somebody who was well-meaning and loves the show, and was like, hey man, don't dunk on us old people. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, what are you talking about? It's, is it controversial now to tell you to not take advice from losers? I'm sorry, how do we measure a loser? Somebody who's never accomplished shit, who doesn't know how to maintain friendships and romances, and who doesn't know how to keep themselves healthy and has no money. Am I missing something? Has no one told you the truth about your life recently? I have to be the one to do it so you fucking piss and moan about me even mentioning it? Do you know how weird that is? 
It reminds me of the fat people that got mad at me for saying stop being fucking fat. And they're like, how dare you? I'm like, you're going to die. They're like, fuck you, man. You're so rude. It's like, what? No one else in your life is honest with you? Am I the only honest fucking part of your whole life? The guy on the internet reminding you, hey, man, you need to do more with yourself. What the fuck are you doing? But somebody got mad about that last night. They're like, oh, hey, don't, don't dunk on us old people. I'm like, I'm not talking about old people. I just fundamentally don't think that losers should have a fucking microphone. If you're a fucking loser and you haven't done anything in your life and you can't even check at least one box, then why should anyone listen to you? Isn't that weird? It's always weird to me when people who are fucking habitual failures give the most advice but have the least results. And then they don't like when you dunk on them. Am I the only one that doesn't understand this? I've already said before, if I showed up with President Trump in a room, I'm probably not talking at all unless he prompts me. Because what the fuck do I have to say that's going to exceed what that guy has? I want to shut the fuck up and soak up everything he has, he has there. It's just, it's crazy to me, the lack of, like, internal honesty. It's okay to be like, hey, I'm in a bad place, and so I'm going to keep my mouth shut and try to learn from successful people. It's okay to have humility. Who told you it's not okay to have humility as an American? And also, who told you that your inability to succeed at anything in life uh, gives you the green light to share shitty opinions? Like, why would someone listen to you? What Would you listen to you? If you won't listen to you, then why the fuck should the rest of us? Like, I give you guys advice because I came from fucking nothing and I built something. And I did it. I'm not owned by anybody. It's all fucking, it's, it's my show. And I've got great friends and I know how to maintain great relationships. And I have fucking beautiful people in my life and I have a beautiful wife and I have like, so yeah, I feel like I'm like, okay, this is how I accomplish some of this. This is why I talk about it because I'm hoping that some of it hits home and you guys can duplicate or, or, or whatever, what I've, you can replicate what I've accomplished in your lives. But I sure as fuck wasn't a loud mouth when I had, when I was getting divorced a second fucking time or a first, no, I got divorced once. So I got divorced, when I got divorced, I wasn't talking about fucking, you know, how great I was or when I was broke as shit, I wasn't talking about how great I was. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there needs to be a lesson in humility. Maybe that's what this is all ultimately about. This country needs to have some fucking humility because if, if you can't be honest about where you're at culturally and as a people and, and honestly as an individual how the fuck can you fix the problems like if you can't even be honest about what you're good at and what you're not good at how are you ever gonna like add anything to this equation to solve the problems you got to be honest with yourselves and you're too busy being hypersensitive and offended because you don't want to take in true information i don't know fuck Anyway, I'm done. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern, for another episode of The Dilly Show. Do not forget Chicks with Chicks tonight, 7.30 on Twitter Spaces. The 20s will be there, Chicks with Chicks. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. 
We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.